Hello. Hello! <laughs> New York, we're live! Nah, this is from Rosy Pod, baby. <laughs> Episode 40. It took like six tries to get that. You don't even know. You don't even know. It was hard. This struggle be real, guys. But um, I hope you guys appreciate this podcast because we're up at two in the morning. It, doing blame this my pod work for you. hours, but I yeah, <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. I mean, first off, we appreciate that you slept, took a nap. Yep. I brewed us some coffee. We had some Madelines. Yes. We had a little bit of Jack Frost in the visit. It was a little nippy. Uh, yeah, it was, and it's a good episode. Well, episode forty. It's stereotypical. We ramble a little bit here and there, and we, we have a good conversation about spirituality, back. though. Yes, and a good conversation about college football and the playoffs. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. I read a poem about Nirvana. Uh, I read a poem about Nirvana, or on the word Nirvana, which yes. was given to him. Shout out to Michelle. Shout out to Michelle listening from Utah. Shout out to everybody listening from wherever you listen to. Yeah, a very pleasant evening to you, wherever you may be. Yes, yeah. or morning, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. And yeah. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to. Before we get into the episode, follow us on Twitter at underscore Noah Alvarez. At Jacob Fanshaw. And then follow the podcast at Front Row Seat Pod. At Front Row Seat Pod. We're making a small adjustment. We're going to put the in front of Front Row Seat. Oh, so yes. now you can find us at the Front Row Seat. It'll be a little bit easier, I think, just, yes. just for finding us. Yes. And then uh, I think you should stay tuned for fans of the podcast for some exciting things. Way, way down the road. Yes. Way down the road. We're moving one pace, one one day at a time. One, oh, definitely. This podcast is Baby Steps, guy. Baby Steps. Baby Steps. Baby Steps. We hope you guys enjoy, continue to support, like, share, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mom, and get it going. And if, no, I'm not going to even say it. Never mind. <laughs> Jesus. Let's get into the show. Yeah. Welcome back to episode 40 of the Front Row Seat, folks. 40? We're 40. Oh, shit. 40 is the new Dude. 20, right? I, yeah. Yeah? Is yeah. it? Because I, I, nah. <laughs> I don't know. They're both still pretty fucking young. I mean, 40 is still young. 40 is very young. I'm about to be 30 soon. Not, well, I guess not that soon. Three years is still quite some time away. But people do say I'm closer to 30 than I am 20 now, so... That's a scary thought, but today's episode is. is not about scary thoughts. It's yes, it's all about positivity here on the front row seat. I'm Noah Alvarez. I'm Jacob Fanshaw. Thank you guys for tuning in. Did you need that on? I'm <laughs> sorry. I thought you were going to give me a high five. I, I went for the high five. <laughs> My bad. My bad, bro. All right. Bro. All right. <laughs> Shit. I, yeah. Damn, right. already, already not starting on the same page. Um, We were talking a lot about a lot of things before the episode started. I did want to say this. Kind of going on with the theme from last week, obviously, you shared about the car accident you, you've you been in. I, I'm really grateful that you're here. I'm really grateful mm-hmm. that we have this show. I'm really grateful that we are best friends still through all the things that we have been through. You were telling me, you know, there was, there was times where we weren't as good of friends and we didn't communicate and, you know, we moved past that. But I don't know. I just want to start this episode more on a grateful note. I think it's been a while since we've done a mental check-in. Maybe we could do one of those. But, um... Yeah, man, I love you. And I'm glad you're here. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's all I can say is thank you. I didn't expect that. Thank you very much. I, I really yeah. appreciate that. I, I find myself over th- on thinking a lot on the accident, but um, I don't know. I, I'm just fortunate that everyone's cool. Yeah. And uh, that's old news. Or not old news, but like 
you know, I've gotten past it. Right, not current news. Now I'm just trying to move forward and figure out what I'm going to do with the car. I think I'm more than likely, unfortunately, going to scrap it or get as much money as I can from it. Yeah. And deal with all the adulting <clears throat> of calling insurance companies. and. Yeah, that sounds... All bless that Bless your stuff. soul, man. Hopefully you have the patience... Oh, I, I have to have and, the patience and the grind yeah. mentality. Yeah. Uh, seriously. Shout out to Lori Perez. <laughs> grind it out. Yeah, we've got to embrace the grind here. We love embracing the grind. I, <laughs> at the time of the accident, I don't know if I shared this. I didn't share this, so I guess I withheld this. I was uninsured, so. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I had been uninsured for six months. I had let it lapse for six months. And I had got into oh Jacob. I had gotten <laughs> Jacob. into a fender bender a little bit earlier that month, but like the, I told the guy, I wait, was like, wait, so wait, what happened? So you, you are insured before now. this? Yes, I am insured now. <laughs> oh, okay, that's, I misunderstood that. <laughs> I was uninsured at the time of the accident, and I had been on Sunday. Uh huh. And I two been, Sundays ago you were uninsured. Up until that point, it was six months. Oh, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. But, fuck. But, I got the citation in the mail, and the citation on the mail has. Hold on, this is. There's actually a cool silver lining to this. Oh my so god. So I got, I got insured, and they send me proof of insurance via email until I have my first payment. Correct. Yeah. Okay, they can send it via mail, confirmation. I could carry that around in the car. Yeah. Until then, I have an email with my information card, essentially. The card that you would exchange if you got in an accident. So you could take pictures of it and, you know, your company would contact their company, etc. Yeah. However, I am. Fuck, I lost my train of thought. What was that? You were, you were trying to say that you were uninsured, but then you got a letter in the mail. Oh, like, yes, a okay, days okay, later, yes, and... yes, yes, thank you. I totally fucking... <laughs> right. <laughs> the letter was like, hey, if you, by the 27th of January, pay the bail or the fine of $25 with proof of insurance... 25 that's it? Get this. But if I wait until, I think, February, it's the full 835 So what do you think I'm going to do? Pay the 25 Absolutely, with proof of insurance. But it's kind of interesting because I, I don't... That's a big I, difference. Jesus. Oh, absolutely. 25 but, to 800 bucks? But the thing is, <clears throat> right, dude, the law is really just money. But yeah. we're not going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the difference... The, the, the crazy thing to me is that I'm still trying to figure out if me paying this... Well, I'm going to pay the fine regardless. But if I pay the $25 fine with proof of insurance, does that prevent a point... From being added on to my DMV, uh, my DMV record, my driving record. Because mm-hmm. remember, I'm still fighting that illegal lane change ticket that I had gotten way back nine months ago. My court date for that is on December 13th. But I feel pretty good that the officer may not appear. Right. So, I don't know. That's I right. Think yeah, yeah, maybe I luck might be on my side. Damn, dude. So even. So the, I might the, get a point from that. The speeding ticket, right? No, lane change. Lane change. lane change. Well, okay, when he pulled you over for the lane change, she, she did she not ask for insurance, proof of insurance then? Oh, she did. But I gave her this paper in my wallet that I had had for God knows how long. The paper was all creased and just 
fold it. You know, when, you, when you've left a paper in your wallet for a very long time, yeah. that's how that paper was. And I presented to it? her. Well, no, not really. She was kind enough to go. It was old. It was something like two years old. And I hadn't even realized <laughs> that the that insurance was proof of insurance for like two years old. Yeah. You know, it was basically irrelevant. And she went to her car and she came back and she's like, okay, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you have insurance and I'm not even going to check. So just next time have proof of insurance, like your bill or a letter or confirmation that you paid your bill, something just to let them know you have an active current policy, you know? So. Damn, and you still didn't do it then. I think I was insured at that time. I just didn't have proof of insurance. Like, I didn't carry that in my car. Oh, so that was a while ago then that happened. Yeah, that was nine months ago. Dang, has this been that long? Yeah, the court system does not move <clears throat> fast. But we've been doing the podcast, I remember, when that happened, too. So, yeah, yeah I guess we have been doing it since January. Wow, okay. Well, it was longer than January. No, January is when we started it. No, right, but I'm saying, like, I got this ticket not, it was before. It was in March? After January. Right. No, it was kind of hot. I had the windows down. I think it was like June, maybe May. Okay. Regardless, you're getting insurance. You're going to pay $25. And for all the listeners out there. Oh, yeah. Let this be a You have story. to get insurance. Um, yeah. Don't be You know, don't unfortunately, California, it is the law. And don't get me wrong. You know, I, I have my aches and pains and complaints towards having insurance because, you know, you pay so much a month and. I think I mentioned to you at least, I don't know if I mentioned it for the pod, but, you know, first time I I got the car, my, this Tanya, the car that we're recording in, I parked in a in a, in a neighborhood in, in Santa Ana, and, you know, someone backed into my car and scratched up my front bumper a little bit. Didn't dent it, but the paint is noticeably scratched off in, like, a few different areas, like a truck backed into it. And um, you know, no one left a note. You know, so I called my insurance up and I was like, hey, this happened to me. I have insurance where <clears throat> I have liability and whatever else it's called. And I pay, you know, about one, I think 140, 150 you a pay month a for it. more for a premium service? Yeah, it's, nice. you know, but it's worth it though because, you know, because I was told, at least for my parents, that like, yeah, like, you know, if you call, because if you pay for a liability, you're only going to fix their car. But if you do get an accident, you can replace your car too. But in this instance where no one left insurance, I guess, you know, because there is insurance fraud and people can say, oh, this they did it themselves. Right. I could see where someone accidentally scratched their front bumper themselves and they'd be like, oh, someone hit me but didn't leave insurance. So, you know, they want to fraudulent claims. Right. Fraudulent claims. Anyways, um, I still had to pay a five hundred dollar deductible. I just I guess I felt kind of ripped off a little bit. I was like, damn, like, you know, I. This genuinely happened to me. I I don't have this person's insurance. It was a hit and run in a park neighbor in a crowded neighborhood parking, and you know, in order to get this fixed, I still have to pay five hundred bucks. That kind of that I don't know. That sucks for me. It does suck. However, you gotta think <clears throat> that's small potatoes to what it would have costed, or what it might have costed. Right. With. But, let, but let's say in, let's say in a perfect world where everyone is kind, empathizes with others, and has insurance. Sure. Someone leaves that note, right? <laughs> I call their insurance company. They, they fix it, and I don't have to pay anything. You know, that person's insurance pays everything. So I, I think that's where you're right in that sense, right? But like I said, this was an instance where somebody had hit me, and it's just like, yo, like, 
Well, that's how I felt. I, I get it. Yeah, if I if I were to you know scratch myself, scratch this car up against the wall, you know, and I didn't have insurance, yeah, I'm gonna have to pay like two hundred bucks to get no, sorry, not two hundred, two thousand to get you know part buffed out and painted again, right? And I get I get where the five hundred would be worth it in the instance of a two hundred two thousand dollar payment. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm just frustrated in insurance in that sense. Listeners, just let my story be a lesson to you. Right. Because I am up shit creek without a paddle, and I'm not nowhere, yeah, anywhere. Please, please figure it out, man. I, yeah, that's the most real statement yet. Yeah. Because I, I don't want I you to fucking figure it out. The last thing I want to hear is like, oh, Jacob Fanshaw goes and go away for two years for different things. Jesus I don't know. Christ. I don't know. I just, I still want to do the podcast for All as right, long as I'm we live. I'm not going to prison. I know, Jesus. but like, you know, bad stuff happens. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that means, but... <laughs> it starts with insurance, like not having insurance. Oh, but then and then I then hit the eva- crack pipe, and no, then it's... And then, then you're I, evading and taxes, and, and then, then it's I'm like... evading taxes? No, I did file my taxes last year. I'm just saying, year. I'm I didn't just know saying, what the fuck I was but doing, sometimes, but Sometimes, you know, like that's the gateway thing, is like not driving with insurance, like, oh, no, I'm not going to file my taxes. The jump is just... <laughs> that is just... Stupid. <laughs> Why would I start evading my taxes? You think I can pay a bunch of money in back taxes and shit? I, I'm not even a tax. I don't even know what the. F- you know what? I'm not even. God damn you! God damn you! No, I'm not gonna. Don't evade paying your taxes. I'm not going to do that. You shouldn't do that. U.S. government official, we're not doing that. No. And. I'm going to be insured from here on out. I yes, got lazy. Please. That's it. That's it. And let's yeah. not act like I was poverty. I had the money. I just fucking chose not to. Like, <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. And you I know. Got that's to. a bad thing. And yeah. I learned my lesson. Like, I'm very I, I glad should, that I, I want to neck you, but like, I don't know well, if you're going to have that kind of relationship. Whiplash. I'm not going to. Oh, well, gonna you can, but don't give me whiplash, man. I just want to neck you. I don't want to fucking shake you violently. You Jesus. Wanna, you want to give me neck? No, I want to like slap you on the neck. Bitch, I'm not going to give you neck. God damn it, <laughs> Jacob. But, yeah, let let this be a lesson, listeners. Drive with don't, insurance. Yeah, drive with insurance. Don't be foolish. And don't shrink away from your adult responsibilities. Correct. It sucks when your entire paycheck goes to adulting. But in, in some weird way, I almost feel calm that I spent my money in what we would call a wise way. Right. But I did it for survival. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's life. I don't Shout know. Shout out to surviving. Yeah, shout out to surviving and thriving because, mm-hmm. you know, hours have been great at work. Getting a lot of moolah, but yeah. I got to pay a lot of shit off, so. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Life sucks, man. I want the horses. <laughs> I want the fucking horse. You want that horse? I want to be like Paul Revere. I, I, you know, but I think Paul Revere. The British one, are coming. The British are coming. I think at one point, Paul probably thought his life was shitty, too. Maybe. But in any case, I just really hate that I wrecked my car. And yeah. I, just, I, I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. Or at least if you've ever had a connection with the car. Right. Dude, not, I, not a connection. That sounds weird. But you get me. You just. Have I it told was my this, first car. Have like I my told first the, taste of freedom. Have I told the story of my car getting stolen for the pod? I, I don't know if you've said it on the pod. But I know you've mentioned it to me that your car was stolen once. Yeah. I, you know, I don't. I'll kind of keep it short, I guess, if I have. Oh, well, who knows? We have a lot of new listeners now. Um. I'll say this, you know, I was in community college. I was 19 years old. No, uh, I was 20 years old. The Golden West story, right? Right. Okay. I was yeah. at Golden West College. My first car after graduating high school, my parents saved up and got me a, two, a 1996 Honda Accord, um, you know, four-door. It was a relatively nice car. I had saved up. It, it came with black rims, you know. Ooh. I feel like that's a must when I have cars. I haven't put black rims on this car, and I'm waiting to do so. Obviously, when I'm financially comfortable, because I'm a responsible human being. Well, we and, like that. Yeah. And um, 
but the black the honda had some nice black rims and then i was able to get a subwoofer from my uncle in it so it was you know it was a relatively you know it looked rough on the shell of the car but inside it was a lot of fun you know i felt like a there's a there's <laughs> a, a line lot of fun there's a lot of uh what is it called there's a line that j cole uses in the song boblo boat where he's talking about like dig it like 10 inch rims on my mama civic or my honda civic you know he just talks about how like that car yes it's a honda yes it's beat up but like he has a subwoofer and like life was good when i had that car and you know i enjoyed having a car that was my first car and uh, yeah i pimped it out to how i saw fit right anyways one day at community college i guess i should say this too the honda when i would lock my car it didn't have a remote right i had to lock it the door but it was like one of those locks where if i twisted to lock it in the driver's side all four doors should lock mm. but one of the back because it was a four door i want to say it was a back left door it didn't lock like the connection was bad with the lock system so sometimes it would stay up i would have to manually lock it and sometimes i'd get lazy and i wouldn't lock it right yeah right so anyways there's this uh it was towards the end of the semester i want to say it was november so i'm glad it wasn't you know the whole semester i had a bus but Anyways, you know, I had a laboratory class. I was taking anatomy as my science for the community college requirement. You have to take a science in a lab. I was taking, like, intro to anatomy because I couldn't get into biology and chemistry forever. So I took an intro to anatomy. And so it was, like, a one-and-a-half-hour one lecture class and then, like, a three-hour lab class right after. So I remember, you know, I park for my lecture, do the lecture, go to the lab class. The lab class is probably cut maybe an hour short. So it was only like three hours I was gone. And that was my only class that day. So, you know, I was, I could go home or go to the gym. I think I was going to go to the gym because I had gym clothes, I remember, in the back. And um, went out to the parking lot, car wasn't there. And I was like, oh shit. And I just remember texting my friends in this group chat that we had. I was like, haha, very funny guys. Like, where's the car? And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And, uh, you know, Started panicking, started looking all across the parking lot, never found my car, went to the campus police, and they called the real police, and, you know, we made a stolen car report, and, um, yeah. That was it? You never heard of it? Uh, no, no, they actually called me back about two weeks later, it was found somewhere in Westminster, in the neighborhood, and, uh, it was on cinder blocks. It was stripped of everything, and I, when I say, (laughs) when I, it was... I'm sorry, fuck. I know. Oh, I know. Uh, it, it's it's hard to accept, but it you know definitely woke me up a little bit that the world can be very cruel. Um, even like the things like these knobs, it's an audio podcast, but like picture like the old two thousand cars because now obviously everything's touchscreen or very fancy in the new cars. But like an old two thousand version of cars, like you actually had knobs to like turn the AC on on the yeah. stuff and the, the amount of pressure you want or whatever. Like they took those off. That these vents right here, like where the air comes out of, they took the like you could pop these off and took those. Well, they took you sell all this. Yeah, they just sell all of them for spare parts because Hondas are very like you know that '96 Honda, that door handle could go into like any '90s Honda, right? Mm-hmm. Civic or Accord or you know I mean I'm sure it could fit into even like the SUV cars of there, but like they took the door handles, they took everything, like anything you could think that they took, they took, and um, you know. I, and we just we ended up scrapping it. I feel I feel like for like a few hundred bucks, but fuck, that's gonna be me. Um, <clears throat> it was fucking rough, dude. It was fucking rough. Um, so I, you know, when you told the story about crashing, you know, Sheila, you know, my first car name was Julius, and uh, Julius, mm-hmm. boy, 
He was a boy named yeah, Julius. That's interesting. Cause me and Julius were up to no good. And um, <laughs> I don't know. I just really like the name Julius. <laughs> but <laughs> I like that. That's funny. I don't know. It, I, it, it was my first car and it got stolen. And I was, and you know, it was bummer, like I said. But I'm glad it was towards the end of the semester. I had to bus to Golden West. And Golden West is like, you know, to to get to my 8, like 15 class or whatever, I'd have to like hop on the bus at like 620 where Ooh. I lived. It was rough. Anyways, it was only for like four or five weeks because it was the end of the semester. And um, then I went on to Sac State. I don't think I would have taken that car to Sacramento, my parents said. So, you know, who knows how long that car, car would have lasted me in general in my lifespan. But um, it was definitely still a bummer to have it go out that way, you know. Especially yeah. losing the subwoofer. You know, there was a few, you know, there was some gym clothes. And uh, I had, I always, because I was... In the pursuit of playing football, I always had a pair of cleats, a football, and like a set of ladders, and always, like I had always some gear in the back that was gone. Obviously, um, I want to I want to even say I had a few like textbooks that I had to like pay and replace at the bookstore at, at college. Jesus, just a double kick to the nuts. Yeah, huh? yeah. So I mean, there was just you know, obviously, I, I felt like yeah, losing the car, not not a big whoop, but some of the stuff in the car too was kind of a bummer to lose. And yeah. Yeah, lesson learned. If if one of your locks don't work, fucking try and fix it as soon as possible. Cause they will motherfuckers, jack your car. Yeah, motherfuckers will jack your car out here. Unless you have some million dollar alarm set, you know? Fuck. Yeah. That's vicious. It is vicious. It's a cruel world sometimes, but you can't dwell on it. There's some good people out there doing some good things, so you got to just kind of highlight those people. I feel like I'm doing good things out there. I deliver smiles, motherfucker. Good, good. I, I deliver smiles, like, too. We deliver more smiles and Happy Meals. You working at McDonald's? No. Fuck oh. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the mouse. Fuck McDonald's. <laughs> We're not going to go there. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. It's just, that was a genuine, like, <laughs> I, the way you said that. I, th- I thought that's their business tagline. I'm not going to lie. Uh, For Happy Meals? I don't know, dude. No, I don't, I don't know. know. I think it's ba da ba 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 I'm loving it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, uh, do you want to get into this poem? Do you want to talk about college football? We'll talk about the holidays. Do you want to talk about the holidays? I know you're excited about that. Yes, okay, so let's get into that. The holidays, man, I feel like it's been hard these past few years. No no lie. And, you know, I, I like to share and open up on the show, and this is kind of be like one of this. But um, a lot has gone on the past few years. From my parents claiming their divorce, maybe I want to say two, maybe even three years ago. It's been a long process. Just things in the home haven't been great the past half decade or so. So when I was a kid, we always used to decorate. We had, you know, I want to say we always hung up lights on our roof, right? And we had what I liked about our lights compared to other people's lights. We had the multicolored lights. You know how people just hang the, the white lights? Yeah, the regular just plain color lights. <clears throat> right, yeah. My dad always liked the, uh, it was just a series of colors. It'd be like white, yellow, blue, red, green. Yeah, and the festive ones. Yeah, the festive <laughs> ones. It, it, and the I good always, ones. <laughs> I like that look. I, yeah, exactly, the good lights. And uh, we, we used to hang those always up. We used to have like these three small Christmas trees. We used to have like a little reindeer that would swivel his head. We bought like a snowman. Wow, a, y'all were in it. Yeah, we were in right, it. Like, right, and that's it kind of more than me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, we had we, there was a little like ten year stretch where we had like a little suburban like Christmas. Did you have a little no, a Noel scene like a little fucking uh, the baby Jesus and? Oh, we well yeah we had a nativity course, scene in the house. A nativity. That's we're what we're it is. fucking Mexican. Oh so, my like, god, you had nativity. Come, well, come scenes? Christmas Eve, like we're singing to baby Jesus. So like that's what we do. You sing to baby Jesus. 
I don't, but my grandma does, and, and we all kind of watch her do in it. Spanish and, or English? Yeah, in Spanish. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah, it's really cool. So that's why we. Have, I mean, it's yeah, just damn. a Me- it's a Mexican normality damn, dude, to Christmas have. Christmas Eve. All I ever did was go to the other side of the family, <laughs> the one that we didn't see often. Shit, it was awkward as hell. Yeah. Got some of my worst gifts there. Oh. <laughs> they didn't know me. I mean, come on. I mean, how, could, how, how do you gift something to someone that you don't know? Right, right. right? Well, then just give so. them a gift card. $25 at Target. Come on. Nah, fuck that. Okay. One time, I'm not even going to name who, but one time I got this fucking <clears throat> stupid, like, puzzle thing. It was like a like the chains that you had to unlike class. Like, <laughs> like, it was stupid. It was so stupid. It didn't work. <laughs> like they got swindled, man. I could not untangle those goddamn you, things. You just not smart enough. Yeah, maybe not. But like, goddamn, dude. All right. Like that was a bullshit gift. To kind of backtrack to the store I was trying to get. Man, as a kid, get. I fucking hated socks. Let's backtrack a little bit. No, I'm salty as fuck about it. I know you are. I can tell. But now I've learned. Christmas is not about the gifts. It's about it's appreciating about your loved ones that are still here. <clears throat> exactly. And, and that's what that's I'm trying what to how I view it. I'm trying to do more of that this year. Now. Um you know, I live on my own or I, not on my own, but I rent my own room with a landlord. You know, I don't live with any family members and I don't see my family members as much as I used to. But like I was saying, the last five years I wanna say even at my old parents' house, like we never decorated because, you know, it just was never in the cars, you, you could tell my family, my, at least my parent dynamic was uh, at the point beyond repair. And, and, and you know, they lost what I what was sucked because like I know my mom's a festive person, but she didn't she didn't want she didn't have the motivation or the the willing to, to decorate. You know, I know that eats at her and my, my dad, same thing. You know, he he liked some decoration, at least. And, you know, the fact that both of them didn't want to decorate for any holidays was kind of like hard to see. But anyways. I took into myself, actually today, the day we record, well, we're recording this past midnight, so I guess before midnight, on Wednesday, I, you know, went to the Dollar Tree, I went to Target, I bought some things, I bought a lit, like a tiny, I would even say it's a Christmas tree, it's like a fake plant that has some whiter, white powder, and it looks like piney. A faux plant, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a little... You bought that at Target? I bought that at Target. Uh, I unpackaged those, three, yeah, yeah, three bucks. Those. yeah. Three bucks, and then um, <laughs> at the Dollar Tree... I bought some like a few little ornaments, and then I bought some like things that you don't hang. You can just put them on your shelves. How and cute! You've got your I, own little Charlie Brown Christmas. I basically set right got there. like ten little things to decorate for. I got wrapping paper too because I thought in advance I, I might need that. it. I saw that. Oh shit! It's still in the car. Yeah, it is. Ha. Are you gonna be wrapping gifts? Yeah, I will be wrapping gifts. That's exciting. Gifts, so. That's exciting. I, I I thought to do that on my own because. No one else is gonna do it for me. Sometimes I like want my parents to take the lead. You know, especially when I was at the living at their house, you know, the past four or five years. And, and this year, you know, I know things are different. I'm living on my own. And, you know, instead of waiting for things to get done by others, I'm just going to take it into my own hands. And if I want something done, I'm going to do it myself. Huh. Funny things. Funny thing that you're saying that. Yeah. Pray. Tell me, Noah. Tell me. Truthfully yeah. and honestly, here with me and the listeners, what would you like for Christmas? Ha. No, I'm serious. If, if someone... <clears throat> like an actual, like, gift? Yes. Like an object? Not an object. It just, what would you... I mean, I, I, for one, don't think about these things, but when I did think about it, you know, I asked... So my cousin... I don't really want and my things, godmother, dude. I just, oh, well, true. I, you know, I, I, if... I know people are going to get me things, and I guess... So what would you want? I guess I would want gift cards or money just because I feel like I don't 
Calm down, Mr. Krabs. Money? <laughs> That's impersonal. No, it, it, anybody. It's slightly it. impersonal, sure. But I think also at the same time... It's useful. It's useful. I'm a practical person, and maybe it's the Virgo in me, but I feel like, you I know, know. When, when, I, when someone gives me a sweater that I, I, I know I'm never going to wear because it's not my style, or sometimes it's, like, the wrong size, it's like, what the fuck? What's the point? Like, I'm just going to put this on offer up, like, ten days later. Jesus Christ. Or it's put this the at the next thought so. of the gift, yeah, you but brute. It, Okay, and maybe I am a brew for thinking that, but it's just gonna sit in a closet, collect dust, unless I donate it to Goodwill or sell it in the garage okay, sale. Like I've just made a mental note to never buy you any item of clothing ever, because no. it's gonna end up on offer up, and I'll rebuy it for more than I fucking <laughs> buy. Are you no, I'm not gonna slimy re- bastard. No, I'm not gonna resell it. Yes, I, you are. No, you like, just said you're gonna put it on offer up. I'm, well, I'm not, not gonna, saying for me, but like. But I'm not gonna sell it to you at a higher price. I'm not trying to make a profit off it. Of, well, I guess. Because it's a gift, I'm making a hundred percent profit. You're just painting yourself deeper <laughs> into this corner. Okay? You're right. No, I'm not. Uh, but look, I don't, look. I, I think hear that's me out. Rude, but I guess that's they you, would you never asked. Know. You asked me a genuine question. What would I, I want to receive? I, I don't want to receive gift cards and money. I'm sorry if that's. Oh, that's not rude. I'm saying I think the fact that you'd put item of clothing on offer up. I think that's rude. It is what it is, man. Yeah, it is. It, I, yeah. There's there's things that I just you know I, not to diss an aunt. I know she doesn't listen, but oh. like at the. Uh, very thoughtful of her because she knows I like the Celtics. She got me a Celtics hoodie. But on the back, it had Kyrie Irving's name and number on it. And I hated Kyrie Irving, like, when he was in Boston. And I hate uh, him now the way he left. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, dude. Like, I said thank you, but, like, in my head, I'm like, this is this is, this is is getting sold. Like, I, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to sell it. I think when I was moving out, I just donated to charity. So I was sitting in a Goodwill. Or, Damn, that this yeah. man's Celtic blood runs fucking true. Yeah, I was That's like, dude, crazy. I'm not going to wear anything Kyrie Irving. That's... Like, fuck that. I even remember asking one of my students, like, hey, do you guys, do you guys, like, does anybody want this? Because I'm not going to wear this <laughs> And they ever. were like, oh, coach, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah, because really? he already went to Brooklyn. <laughs> and it was like, nah, he's not only Boston anymore. And I was like, yeah. That's fucking funny, dude. Very funny. But uh, well, it's just... I, um... Uh, uh, you asked me what I wanted for Christmas. I did. Um, as far as maybe like intangible things to be like a little child on Santa's lap in the oh mall. Oh my god! Uh, you know, I want, I want, <laughs> I want the world to be world more into. Of course, you're no, fucking no, no. Saying I, I, not, not, of course, you're fucking saying that. Not world peace. I want human beings to be more in tune with themselves. I want human beings to be more not intellectual, intellectual, introspective. I want them to question things. I want them to question themselves and what, you know, what they're really experiencing in this world and, you know, make the most of the situation. I feel like some people just go through life on, like, autopilot and it's like, you know, there was a meme that, like, people said, like, oh, those people are, like, computers, you know, like, the fact that you're actually having these thoughts or whatever, you're actually, like, a player in the game. The simulation. But, yeah, this, you're a player in the simulation. That that's depressing just, to think. That it life is. That is a simulation. It, it is, but I, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, if I were to have a, you know, a wish that was too big to be granted, it would be that. Like, not Damn. world peace, but Leave I would just want... Leave it to you to complicate my question of <laughs> good fucking Christmas joy. God damn it. I just want to know what the fuck you want for Christmas, you fucking knucklehead. A book would be nice. A bullshit. A you already have too many a books. A self-help book? You are, no. I, I lent you a book that you haven't even finished. <laughs> I know because it's a hard read. So why the fuck would I buy you a book? <laughs> it's not a hard read. It's about baseball. It's slow, man. It's hard it's, to read it. Um, You know what? It's long. It's a lot of words you on the page. And... You go when you're ready, Rocky. All right, but a book is a terrible gift for <laughs> you right now. What would you like for a gift? Tell me that. Oh, I mean, I would like a book, but that's because I've made my way through five this year. So, Good. Like, I made my way through three. I've got you beat by two. Okay, I mean, so it's not a competition. It's not a race. Correct. It's not a competition, but 
with the li- with a larger list, one could come to the assumption, come to the conclusion, even better, uh-huh. that I read more than you. Right? Yeah, I'm not saying I don't. So, yes, I did ask my cousin for a book. I she's a teacher. She's a teaches English. Nice. At uh, probably get uh, you a bitch high school, and, and she went to Notre Dame. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, bro. She went to Notre Dame? Yeah, that's my cousin that went to Notre Dame. She nice. graduated. Yeah, she's, she's single? Uh, no, she's married. Oh, listeners. Three, two kids. Listeners who are maybe wondering, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, she's... Uh, wow, I, two kids, so she's not... Yeah, I, I, she's in it for the long can, run. <laughs> can, can we move past that? Yeah, please. Th- yeah, thanks. Thanks. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, I told her, you know, I like historical fiction... <laughs> I like historical nonfiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess I just like nonfiction, <laughs> but history. I like fiction. Yeah. I like sci-fi, fantasy. He's yeah. a history guy. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy If I got you, like, a shirt that said something, like, Teddy Roosevelt-related, would you, would you be, like, would you fuck with that? Would Teddy Roosevelt be on the shirt? Yeah, like, one of his See, quotes. See, I don't know if I could tolerate him actually being... <laughs> image on the shirt that I just look like a what fucking what if it was like a silhouette uh, like or like something <laughs> what if it was really cool though like in a streetwear version you know what I mean like what <laughs> I don't know I think that would get me beat up <laughs> I think that would get me beat up I think I'd wear that in a bar and someone would think I'm just such a pretentious asshole to have a Teddy Roosevelt coat on my fucking shirt speak softly carry a big yes. stick <laughs> yeah and then, then it's like, and then it's like a corn dog <laughs> You make shirts for like hot topic. You're stupid. You are so stupid. <laughs> you really. <laughs> Sorry. I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Oh shit. That was genuine laughter. Holy fuck. Ooh. <laughs> 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 fuck, I'm faded. <laughs> Man, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> um, Continue with your coffee. What I, would you like for Christmas? <laughs> 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 um. Woo. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. I would love some Buffalo Bills and mm. USC gear. Yeah. I feel like I still need more USC gear. I'm still trying to get a nice USC. Would you rock a visor? Are you like a person Ooh, to rock a visor? I don't know, but I feel with my fro, I definitely could. <sighs> I feel like I got a good set of hair. Yeah. I'm told that yeah. by a lot of people that I've got yeah. a good set of hair and a good hairline. I don't know if that's... It's good, yeah. Maybe that's an odd compliment, but I've been told I've got a good hairline. and it's nice. I'm going to get a haircut tomorrow. I'm actually fucking hyped. Sorry, random thought. I'm going to get a haircut. I'm going to shave the little peach fuzz going on. The nice. Good, the soul patch with no soul. Straight that's, razor shave? Uh, no, just... that's going to cost me, actually. I'll do it at home. I have a Harry's oh, okay. shaver. It's actually very comfortable. Nice. Uh, not sponsored by Harry's, but if I had to recommend a razor, it would not be Gillette. I think I'm a Harry's man. Okay, right so, on. Shout out to yeah, Harry's. Yeah, shout out to Harry's. That is H A R R Y S. All right, check come it on. out. We're not. <laughs> like, relax. Uh, anyways, yeah, I'm going to get a haircut tomorrow, but yeah. I think I could, to bring it back, I think I definitely could wear a visor, but I really want to get a nice windbreaker. Mm. Like, I think windbreakers look freaking clean, and I yeah. would just love to get like, Dodger a windbreaker or USC windbreaker? USC one. A mm. white USC one. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking that red and gold, but Ooh, why, why that, would it go hard, too? Uh, yeah, why not both? See, mm. I need to okay, treat myself. Yes. See. 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 See me. But yeah, that's. Don't let's not go see now. Sorry. 
<laughs> Shout out to last episode. <sighs> I feel like either a book or any of that stuff. Or you know what? I know that's see we're talking about like not being materialistic. I genuinely would be okay with a well thought out letter mm. or like a card with a note written in it. A poem. Possibly, yes. Like I, I think those are meaningful and thoughtful gifts. Like sure they have no monetary value but it's not about the monetary value and that's what i was trying to get through to you is that the holidays is not about monetization and monetary Mm. i get caught up in it um i've had some very nice gifts bought for me and um it's it's just sometimes i feel not uncomfortable it's just like how do i give give a gift that is equal yeah to that Right. And <clears throat> I know I'm not a great gift giver, and sometimes yeah. I feel that same pressure where it's like, eh, it, it really comes down to effort. But, you know, what I've learned as an adult these past few years is people have different love languages, right? And I know my love language is predominantly touch, but I'm also a big uh, believe or I'm fond of quality time, okay. right? But also there's gift giving and then there's words of affirmation that are other two love languages, right? I don't know if there's a fifth. I think it's just those four. But, you know, there are people who I've dated or, you know, been friends with and their love language is giving and receiving gifts, gift giving, right? And so they give me a great elaborate gift. And it doesn't have to be expensive, but it's just super well thought out. And I'm like, wow, like, that's meaningful as fuck. And I just got you this, like, $20 basket with different things. or You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying, like, my my gifts that I have given are all Fs. You know, there's been some Cs and Bs in there, but like, well, what, what com- are you basing these grades off? The person's reaction or just your own? personal No, just the amount. The, just the amount of I'm money grading them based off the amount of not the money I spent either. It's the amount of thought that goes into the gift. I know from the gifts I have received. Sometimes I'm like, whoa, like they they put in hours for this bitch. Like you know what I mean? Like that's sabrina like you know what i mean sabrina's and, a fantastic gift giver and, and, and that's like i said that's some people's love languages when it's their love language they're gonna do that because that's normal to them for me it's like you know i don't i'm not a big gift giver and like yeah i can know what you like and you know if you give me like 10 things that you like i'll pick of two of those things and budget accordingly and get you some <laughs> gifts hey. right but i'm just saying like I, i'm not I don't know, like, you know, I've whether it's been a date or family members, like, I remember this one girl I dated, she, like, you know, got me a notepad, because, you know, she know I know she knew I like to write, and I knew I like to write poems, and so she got me, like, a little notebook, right, uh, nicely, what do they call that, binded? Bounded. Bounded, a bounded notebook. Really nice, but then, like, she, like, wrote a little something on the first page, and then she, like, on the, the second page, she, like, taped together, like, some tickets on there. And, like, on the third page, like, the first three pages were, like, well, really well thought out. Like, me, I would have just been, like, here's a notebook and something else. Merry Christmas, you know? But <laughs> she was, like, nah, I'm going to, like, leave some shit in there for him, you know? And I'm, like, fuck, that's that's A-plus gift, you know? Like, me, B-minus, you know? C-plus. You're going to get some B-minus, C-plus <laughs> gifts. Which <laughs> is not bad, but it's passing, you know? I, I, I hate that we high-five for that, but, <laughs> yeah. like, I think Why I'm, did we high-five for that? Because we're one in the same, brother. Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously, <clears throat> I, so. I, I feel the same way, but I also feel the way in which we think is different. Yeah. I, I, I feel like as a, as a kid and just growing up, I always thought like you can buy someone a very nice gift and that's an expression of right your love or like, Hey, like, you know, thoughtful, like I'm, but it's nice in the sense that it's not has to do with money. No, it's right? nice because they wanted it. It's nice because they wanted it or it's just well thought out. 
Yeah. You know, I, I think one of my cooler gifts that I received from my mom, and I want to say, she did it for me um, twice, actually. Um, I think one year was after college, and the, the another year was before college. But the year be, um, a few years before college, before I graduated Sac State, she gave me and my sister a blanket, each a blanket that had pictures of my dog, Caesar, all, all across it. And I thought that was super well thought out. And, you know, she went onto one of those websites where you could just upload pictures. And, you know, she got, she collected pictures of Caesar, our, you know, previous dog, and put them on a blanket. And it was really dope. And then for my, for the year I graduated, 2017 Christmas, after I graduated Sac State, that Christmas, she got me a blanket of, a, it was a collage of different sports photos from me as a child to oh, cool. teenage to I've college years. Yeah, yeah, you probably have seen that blanket. Yeah, you sleep with that on your bed, right? Yes. You narcissistic fuck. Why is it narcissistic? My I'm mom kidding, gave it to I'm, me. I'm it's not like I went in and got it. Kidding, but it's, you know, everything from Little League, my first years of Pop Warner to, that is you know, college and high school when I was That's playing dope. sports. That's and, dope. you know, it's a bunch of, like I said, me playing sports and I thought that was really cool like that was well thought out and those were like that's that's a gift where you know she might have only spent what 30 40 bucks on it because it's not a, a super thick warm big blanket but the thought of that like is like holy shit like you know what I mean like that's better than any 200 gift that she could $200 gift that she could have given me exactly even that $40 blanket no. or however much it costed that's that's amazing well, you know what I'm fully behind you 100% on yeah that. I think that's <clears throat> I think you're right actually I never thought of it like that yeah. Maybe I should. But I still am appreciative. I'm going to put the windows up, by the way. Yeah, go ahead. I, I still am appreciative right. of the gifts I've received. I'm going to get a little technical sound here. All the way up? Heck yeah, that's cold. I, I'm it's 2 a.m. cold. I, I'm going to leave mine cracked. You're cracking. A little bit. You know what else is cracked? What? Cincinnati. Is in the fucking playoffs. It's official. Yeah. For those listeners who are uninitiated, yes, we're gonna talk a little bit more college football. We're literally at the finish line. Like, yeah. Like literally, like here's and you guys can't see me, but I'm doing this with your fingers. Put your put your index finger and your thumb very close together. Yeah. That's how close we are to finishing college football season. And we have to talk about some not. We're not gonna dwell on it. Just, dude, the bowl games are out. Yeah. The final four is here. Number one was Michigan. No, Alabama. Right. Which no surprise. Actually, that was kind of a surprise for a few people. I think it surprised me because we were just talking about that night of right. We recorded Saturday, uh-huh. and um, I-, I was in the hopes that we would have seen a Georgia. I mean, it's tough because we know at some point the committee was going to have to accept that a Georgia Bama rematch is going to happen. So were they going to do it in the semifinals or in the finals? And they elected to go with the finals. They jumped Bama from what was it, three to one? Three to one, which and, is insane. Right, and they, so they surpassed Michigan, even though Michigan had a, a pretty, you know, they handled the Big Ten opponent with ease. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they won but, their first ever. That was their first ever trip to Indianapolis, like the creation of the Big Ten championship. That was their first ever trip, first yeah. claim of the title, I think, since like nineteen something. That's good for them, you know. And I think it's. For me, I'm kind of bummed to see Alabama move to one because we're going to get Cincinnati and Alabama. Uh, yeah. And I think that's, you know, that that was the, the one matchup where, you know, because now, because I'm a big believer in group of five teams, and I think some group of five teams can be the power five team. 
but there's also levels to it, right? And I don't think a group of five teams stands a chance against a team like Alabama, regardless if it's a down year for Alabama, just the recruits and the athletes that get in there, plus the resources, just so far ahead, light years ahead of Cincinnati. But I think, you know, that was the one, you know, I think they could have hung with Georgia and Michigan and probably upset Michigan, you know? And and so to me now, I think Alabama's probably going to curb stomp them by 20 or more points. And then it's like, now the narrative is like, oh, gee, this is why we can't put group of fives in. It's like, bro, you literally set them up with fucking Bama. Like, well, come on. Dude, I'm telling you right now. Way to do them a disservice. There's been a lot of chatter. <clears throat> so, been a lot of chatter I've been hearing on the airwaves that there's going to be an expansion of the college football playoff to 12 teams. Yeah. And I think it's going to be so... Fr- Cough drop. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's all loud in the fucking background. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Come on, continue. They're going to expand into a 12-team playoff, and that's exciting because that means that gives opportunities for a team like Oregon that mm. Oregon really, in, in an expanded playoff, would be in. Yeah. They lost in their, they lost twice to the to now Pac-12 champion. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Utah. That's a freaking quality loss if I've ever heard of it. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if your two losses are two quality, no, three losses because they lost to Stanford as well. Yeah. Earlier in the season, I remember watching. But they'd that. be in. They're yeah, in a twelve team expand playoff. What, to 12? It, it, there's talk that they're gonna just hop from eight to twelve. That they're gonna skip eight and go from four because right now only four teams can <clears> make it. They're gonna skip eight uh, eight team expansion and go to a twelve, Dang. which I'm totally in favor of, dude. It's uh, it's ridiculous that FCS. So the lower subdivisions think like high school sports to college sports kind of stuff idea. Um, those they've already have an established playoff with a whole bracket and seed. Like I don't understand why it's so hard. Like I, I don't. I don't, I don't get it. It's just it's just not how it was ever done. But and you think they're just resistant against change? Yeah, it's like most people of that generation. Most people, you know, Colin, in general. Colin Cowherd said something earlier this morning, or no, yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. And now that we're ta- on the topic of change, do you think that's like a common thing? Just do you think people a lot of people change? resisting change in yeah. any form at, of their life? Look at the re- if you think that people are not resistant to change. Look at uh, what happened, and it, it, obviously there's a lot to be argued on both sides of this. But look at the backlash of people that were upset that Washington and Cleveland changed their names from whatever they were before, right? The Washington Redskins, now Washington football team, and the Cleveland Indians, now the Cleveland Guardians. I mean, I'm kind of bummed it's, out about the Cleveland Indians thing. Right, but you're just bummed out because whatever. Like, you, you, there are people who are passionately like, fuck, like, why are you guys changing? This is stupid. This is, you know what I mean? And, and they're just trying to resist change. Like, oh, what am I going to do with all my gear? Or, this is history. Like, bro, it's a fucking name. It's not like we're disbanding. They're, they're not getting Seattle supersonic. We're not stealing your fucking franchise from your city. We're just changing the name. The colors still say the same. The players still say the same. You're just changing the name. But some people are so resistant to change. You're like, fuck that, blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, now you're just resistant to change. And it's the same, you know, reason when, you know, Barack Obama became president. The same thing behind when the college football playoffs you know, evolved from the BCS. I saw somebody, I saw a post on Instagram that apparently one of the Muslim representatives, mm-hmm. we have a a. We have a woman U.S. representative in the house, and she's Muslim, and she played, I guess she gave, like, a speech, and she played a death threat, dude, that she got on her phone. Wow. And it was just like, yo, that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Like, the amount of hate out there in the world is insane. Just for like, not being of the same religion, same race. Straight, it's crazy. like, putrid hate. Like, yeah. just, like, why are you, 
dude, it's crazy. But mm-hmm. we can go down that rabbit hole. But I we just, can, yeah. But let's stick to back I, to college I don't football. Know. Yeah, back to college football. How did we get from there to college football? Resisting change and the oh, college football I playoff. Asked you. Yes, yeah, I asked you about <clears throat> resisting change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, dude, college football has to embrace it now. Yeah. At this point, let the there's NIL already made it possible for players to get paid, and a lot of the players are doing good things with the money, dude. Right. It's like, it's something that should have happened so fucking far along, and they they need to solve it on all levels for both men and women. We can't right. even. I'm not nearly, uh, how do you say, educated enough on the differences between male and female athletes and the collegiate sphere of influence. But let me tell you something. I know for a fact that the women aren't given nearly as many perks and accessibility right. to... Remember the gym tweets? Yes, and, and March, the Madness. March Madness last year. Dude, the women's gym but was But I liked a joke. how social media Sparked really, that, like, you yeah. know, called fucking the NCAA out, and they're like, Did oh, people shit. donate money, or did the NCAA just no, make it NCAA, happen overnight? No, the NCAA yeah. just made it happen Gosh. overnight, as they should have. That's terrible. It is. Uh, and for the listeners who are uninitiated, essentially, what year was it? I don't even know what year it was. Might have been 2019, the year before COVID. Okay. Uh, there is a men's... Because it was Sabrina Ionescu that I think tweeted it out, and I think that was her last year in college. I think. Could be wrong. And I... Yeah. Maybe it, was, maybe it wasn't Ionescu, but maybe it was someone from Oregon. There is a men's and women's March Madness tournament. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what March Madness is, it's essentially this big bracket of East, West, yeah, Midwest... We well, a bunch of teams, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of teams. Come to play in a tournament. Yeah, it's a... Br- All right, dick. <laughs> so, fuck you. It's a giant-ass freaking... And they... Playoff. Yeah. Right, okay. Damn, see, you made me lose my fucking train of thought. The championships are played in one arena, right? And... But it's like the final... Four. There's like... There's still eight games that yes, to be played in the last famous. arena. And both men's and women's, I think, play in the same arena, correct? So... Or Ooh, at least I that year they I did. I think that year they did. Oh, well, I don't know. Interesting. But they had, you know, for the men and the women, they have a weight room for them to still get their conditioning and their whatever their program is for their team to lift weights. The men's weight room was significantly larger and more intricate and had more machines than the women's weight room. And straight out, just better fucking overall equipment. Better overall equipment. Like, it was, it was like... The disparity was The laughable. women had maybe like... 20%, I guess you could say, of what the men had. 25, is that fair? Remember that pitiful little picture of the rack with the yeah. little... Uh, dumbbells? Yeah. Tiny like, dumbbells. It's just like nothing. Right. It was... So it was just... But someone tweeted that, and I believe it was a, a significant, big enough player, uh, I believe from the women's basketball team of Oregon, she tweeted it to Twitter, and obviously everyone kind of ganged up on the NCAA. Chris Bullock? Yes. Yeah, he would. Bullock, if you're listening to this... Tweet us. And us. correct us on how wrong we were. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, though, um, this got back to college football. College football resistant yeah. to change. Yeah. Hold on, I was trying to trying to remember. Essentially, dude, college football is changing. And it needs to be expanded. It, it, that's yeah, what it needs saying. to be expanded. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> Cincinnati, they're playing Alabama, Michigan, and then playing. Michigan against Georgia, which I think is a good fucking matchup. It is. They match up well, and I think Michigan's going to win. I think it's going to be a Michigan-Alabama. I think it's going to be Alabama-Georgia again. No way, dude. Georgia crumbled under pressure. Now the pressure's really on. Do you think Georgia's offense can handle Georgia's defense? What? 
Do you think Michigan's offense can handle Georgia's defense? You didn't say that. What did I say? You said Georgia's offense handled <laughs> Georgia's defense. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad. Uh, I, I Michigan. think Michigan's offense overpowers Michigan's D. De- or, excuse me, <laughs> Georgia's <laughs> you, you defense. Yeah. Really? Dude, just the way Michigan ran the ball, dude, they've got, as Colin Cowherd would say, Ohio an identity. State. Ohio State and this is a, down is a year good for team. Ohio How is it a down year? They're going to the Rose Bowl. But aren't they playoffs? Oh, my no. God. See, and the they playoffs the same... have watered down the, the granddaddy of uh, them all. I want to choke you out right now. They don't have the same athletes that Georgia does this year in the front seven. I'm going to just be honest with you. Yes, I Georgia's guess you're saying defense... Ohio State's a good program, but I'm saying this year their D-line was weaker. Their linebackers are weaker. And Georgia, they're not going to be the same as Ohio State. They're not going to bully ball them as much, I would think. Right. They got bully balled by Alabama, who they have – Alabama and Georgia have equal players. Don't act like Georgia and Alabama is better, that much better than Georgia. Dude, and if they are, the gap is like... Minuscule? Yes. Mm. What do you mean? Mm. Georgia was just in the national championship two years ago. Mm. Who did they play? They played Alabama, didn't they? Yeah, Alabama. Anyways, that's beyond the point. I think we're going to get an Alabama-Georgia national championship rematch. You think Alabama-Michigan. And I think Bama's probably going to throttle them. But I, I kind of want to put all my money on Cincinnati winning. but Ooh. You should do it. I bet you contact Carl or, excuse me, contact somebody. <laughs> contact only better sports. Yeah. yeah. I Con- think, no, it's, that's not the name. I think no? we got oh, a rock. <laughs> Whatever. All right, fuck it. Just contact some your local bookie. And I think you should put some money down on Cincy. Yeah, I'll go to Vegas and do that. You don't have to go to Vegas. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, but I, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go do that. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. still in Vegas, That's you know. Right. Yeah. Shit. Anyways, um, put your money on col- Cincy for the listeners at home. <laughs> put your money on Cincy. Shout out to the college football playoff. If you win some money, would you please share it with us? Shout out to the Bulls. We love the Bulls. Do you want to talk about any Bulls, or should we just keep moving on? Talk about the Bulls. Okay, we got the Rose Bowl, which is Utah, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. We got the Fiesta Bowl, which is Notre Dame. Oklahoma State, fun fucking matchup. Yeah. And then we got the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, which you told me was A&M and... No, not A&M. Michigan State and I can't well, remember Well, while you who... ponder this, let me get the... I, yeah, I cannot remember who it was. <clears throat> Michigan State and somebody. The who bowl? Which one? The Peach Bowl? Just, just give me the six, the New, Year, New Year's six. Penn State, Arkansas in the Outback Bowl. Yeah, that, that Oklahoma counts. State, Notre Dame in the PlayStation Fiesta okay, Bowl. Okay, I was right about that one. Iowa, Kentucky in the... Citrus Bowl. Citrus Bowl. Yeah. <clears throat> Utah, Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. And then the Sugar Bowl, Baylor, Ole Miss. Baylor, Ole Miss. That's going to be fucking fun. That should be Lane fun. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, the Lane Train coming into town. I think, uh, I think Penn State... Excuse me, I think Iowa, Kentucky could be really fun. Um... We already talked about the playoffs. I think another interesting matchup, Wake Forest and A&M. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be the battle of the dark uniforms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Michigan State versus Pittsburgh, oh, 12-10 matchup. I think Mississippi that'll be Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Uh, and where's Texas Mike Tech? Leach? Texas Tech. Yeah. Dude, that's a Mike Leach old school throwback. I love it. I love it. Mike Leach is, is a pretty eccentric guy. UCLA takes on NC State at the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. I would love if San Diego State or NC, NC State, State beat UCLA. UCLA? I think UCLA is going to have a home field advantage, though. Oh, pro- uh, absolutely. It's a Tuesday night in San Diego. Absolutely. A bunch of UCLA fans. We are should go to that through. game. I bet you we get tickets for like 20 bucks. <clears throat> hey, you know what? 
Last time we agreed to do something college football related, fuck it. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. This so. is, well, when is this? When is the <clears throat> game? Tuesday, December 28th. Oh. See, see you know what? Yeah, you know, you, yeah. you, hold on. Don't you know why that's point. tricky? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. You know why that's tricky? Because I'm, I'm unsure of what work would look like, what the packages are going to look like. Right. Disappointing. And then Clemson plays Iowa State. We should go to that game. Cheese it, Bowl. Where's, where's the cheese bowl at? Click, click the information. Tell me where the cheese bowl is at. Let's see. Let's see. Tickets. No, you, you only have to scroll down. San Antonio, Texas. You want to drive far, to San nah. Antonio, Texas? A little far away for me. You don't want to drive? You don't want to have the Great American Road Trip? I'm good. You can pee in bottles together. Oh, nice. Actually, now that you mentioned that, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's yeah, cross streams. Dude, not only that, <laughs> not only that, we can use them as bed warmers. We just pee and just... Oh, you're right. Piss is warm. <laughs> That's kind of weird. I don't want to bunk with you anymore. Do you, do you ever wonder why piss is warm? Jesus Christ. We're yeah, not talking okay, about this. Fine, God right. damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> All you right. know what? I think that ends tonight's episode. No, it's, we're going to read the with poem. With that question? Oh, yeah. Okay. Read read your poem. Yeah, we're we need something to, to Did rinse. Did we want to touch on anything else? We need something to rinse the palate of your piss fucking I thought conversation. Decorating for Christmas, college football, your new book. We Do you know, want to talk about your book? Eh. Yeah. We okay. know that you have a piss fetish now. I don't have a piss fetish, bro. I just wanted to know why our piss is warm. Right, that's something a piss fetish person would say. It's not piss fetishy. Jesus. You Christ like golden sake. showers? No, I don't like golden showers. <laughs> you like getting R. Kelly, don't you? Oh. <laughs> Rest in peace, R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh not because he's God. dead, but we can't play his music anymore. I'm dumb. <laughs> People are like, you can't play that. It's like, fuck, man. Ignition was really good. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, fuck R. Kelly. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so. Again, continuing on with the theme, asked another friend. This friend was uh, Michelle. She's listening all the way from Utah. Hey. Shout out to Michelle. Go Utes. She also had a birthday recently, so I thought I'd ask her for a word. Happy belated. Happy belated birthday, Michelle. She gave me the word Nirvana. 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 Did I say that word? Nirvana? Nirvana. 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 So I. Yeah, Nirvana. Mm N-I-R-V-A-N-A. Like the band. So yes, like the band, right? Yeah. Yes. It smells like Teen Spirit. Yes. I don't know. What, I don't know the words either. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> oh, I was humming right. the. I was humming the song. Sorry. Let me just get into the poem. I'm, that that was that was some good weed. Nirvana, man. Nirvana. Nirvana is defined as supreme happiness. A state of paradise. Is such a state achievable in this world? I can't be precise. Imagine never having a bad day. Waking up always in a spectacular mood. No matter what life throws, you don't let misery intrude. My guess is, no weak-minded individual can attain. Only the enlightened few can defeat the chaos that enters our brains. So what's that mean for me? I wish to be in an enlightened one, burning at my brightest potential, just like the sun. But with social media, capitalism, and ignorance of the masses, I fear that this day and age, too much is out there to distract us day to day, pulling us from ourselves or from finding the light within us. We're so quick to believe others, but our own thoughts we mistrust. 
such a tragedy. Look at what's happened to humanity. Western civilization has brought so many to insanity. Excuse the profanity, but fuck Christianity and all those who live lavishly, descendants of those who conquered geographically, and spread great and spread ideals to keep those at the bottom thinking irrationally. It's a catastrophe, I tell you. I say that emphatically. But one day, mark my words, I will be able to defeat what's in between me and enlightenment and bring nirvana to my environment. Wow. Thank you, Michelle. We got to fuck Christianity at us. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, How many words have have you compiled since we've since you've started doing this? <sighs> I would say it's close to 20 now. <clears throat> really? Yeah, I'd have to go back Do and... Do you have a list? You know what? I don't. Um, you should make a list. I should make a list. I, I Like a folder on your notes. Yeah. So you can reference. <clears throat> I know I got at least more than like 12. You know, and I could I could start naming the people who gave me words. You know, you, JJ, Mac. Which word did I give you? I want to say you gave me achievement. Achievement. And we read that on JJ's show. Or maybe I... Actually, I don't know... Which one I read for that show. But I, I remember you gave me a thing, Achievement. Oh, we miss JJ. Randy gave me a word. Uh, t- no, I don't know if Tiffany's giving me a word. Marcella gave me a word. Mac, I said already, I think. Uh, Karen's giving me a word. What an interesting challenge. Like, do you find Chanel's yourself... giving me a word. Uh, how, how does it... Um. How does it hit your brain? Like, what, what does it make you feel like? When you, when you <clears throat> sit down and you're given a word. Well, it makes me think... Because there's some words that are like, so Nirvana, I honestly didn't know what Nirvana meant. Okay. When I heard, when she gave me the word Nirvana, I thought of the band, but I didn't even really listen to the band's music, so it's not like, oh, I could, you know, pull off of something for their music. So I'd actually like do some research on what Nirvana meant. And I talk about, I said it in the first line, that's why I kind of threw it in there, because I think a lot of other people don't know what Nirvana actually means. And it's like the state of happiness that is achieved by Buddhist monks, right? And they talk about a, a state of bliss where they're fully enlightened. And um, I think depending on the word I get, right? So like another word that I didn't know off the top of my head was amity. Someone gave me the word amity, which is just another word for friendship, right? Um, but other people have given me words like Chanel gave me the word barf. So like, you know, when I when I got the word barf, I instantly like kind of had, you know, some s- memories and stories to associate with the word barf. And that's kind of what inspired me. And I'm pulling back more from memories where like in a word like Nirvana, how to look it up, see it in a few sentences, and then kind of, you know, wrap my head around this enlightened state, right, or the state of bliss, and, and just kind of what I think of topics surrounding that, and that's how I got the poem that I got, but I guess it just really, it makes me work as far as, like, word association, you know, when I hear this word, what else am I thinking, is it memories that I'm pulling from, other words in the English language, you know, how am I going to construct these sentences, what am I going to rhyme it with, and go from there, but you know, how does a word make me feel? basically and there's like i said there's been some words i don't know so i feel like it's it's not right away i feel it but you know what i mean like marcelo gave me the word intertwine and like right away i was like i already know what this word means and like that's you know right away like as soon as i heard when i read that i was like oh like okay i'm gonna talk about energies i mean intertwining one with one another and that's how i got that poem um yeah mac gave me the word trust and i was like shit like you know, it. You, you, I did mention a few lines about, like, you know, trusting a significant other, but there's also, like, trusting in society, your parents, and a lot of other stuff. That's what I was feeling <clears throat> when I read that word, you know? 
So yeah, a little poetry corner with Noah. We love that here at the Front Row Seat Pod. Yeah, let me get some water. Fuck. Yeah, you go ahead and hydrate. Dry as a I'll go ahead and close it out. You know, as always, we always want to give a big thank you to our other supporters. (coughs) The Breakfast Burrito. Yeah, the Breakfast Burrito Club. I don't know if it's club or just the Breakfast Burrito. I think it's a podcast. Yeah, Breakfast Burrito Podcast. Yeah, the Breakfast Burrito Podcast. Check that out. It's our good friends, Eddie and Marcos. They are... Wait. Before we wrap up. I will say there's a book that I'm reading because you wanted to share about a certain book, but um, I'm reading this book called Tao of the Wu oh, yeah. by Rizzo, and um, I want to mention this because it's kind of on the topic of Nirvana. It's a lot about the story and the creation of Wu-Tang, but also how he became an enlightened individual, and <clears throat> it's really inspiring to read this all at the same time. I've also been watching the Wu-Tang what is it? And, and I don't know what the show is called. I think it's Wu-Tang. On Hulu, right? An American Saga, right? On Hulu. And that also kind of correlates with the book. But <clears throat> there's this religion that he kind of picked up when living in Staten Island as a kid. A suburb of New York, right? Staten Island is. And um, not a suburb, but like a borough of New York, I meant. Right. And, you know, it was called the Five Percenters. And it stemmed from the Nation of Islam, which was a branch of i don't even say branch but it got a lot of basis off of islam right and that's what like muhammad ali yeah uh, malcolm x practice exactly extreme but right extreme but you know that was five the five percent was kind of birthed out of the nation islam and different teachings but huh and why yes and you know people like the rizza people like jizza who was also part of it but there was other rappers that also pulled a lot from this. And it seemed to be kind of like, he describes it as it was like, it was hood religion. You know what I mean? And like, the, like, cause you had to learn about, he calls it the mathematics. And like every day there's like numbers that you have to associate. And I can't explain it cause I don't grasp it yet, but he kind of talks about it in the book, right? It's like numerology. You know how numerology is kind of becoming a thing with like certain groups of people. I would say a lot more females. Um, Oh, like a certain set of numbers represent something? If you see a lot of fours in your life, you see a lot of sevens, that means like your angel sending you numbers. That's kind of what I understand in numerology. Oh, shit. Um, If I'm totally wrong, like I don't mean to offend anybody, but that's what he kind of talks about with mathematics. It seems like a coincidence. It is, but he talks about it with mathematics and then there's also like the 5% alphabet and how each letter in the alphabet stands for something, right? And that's how he gets Rizzo because, like, the R stands for ruler. He's a ruler of self. The Z stands for zigzag zig. He felt like he, you know, he has to zig and zag in his life a lot. And then A is Allah, so that's how he got his name. But people even like SZA, a current artist, she uses that 5% alphabet in her name. Oh, really? The S in SZA stands for self, right? Like knowledge of self but um the z stands for zigzag zig and the a stands for allah so i thought that was pretty cool there's other like i said eric b and rakim were also people who practice this the way he talks about it though is like especially in the 80s and 90s before there was internet when a lot of people were doing bad stuff to get out of situations and a lot of time this is learned in jail or in prisons but it, it just kind of helped predominantly black people but a lot of like minorities get out of like the situations they're in because it gives them structure you know and like that's why i said it's like the hood religion I, i've gone to 
I've drawn a lot of interest, though. That's why I'm trying to make this connection, too, because I read that poem. You know, I want to do reach a certain level of enlightenment. I don't know if nirvana is ever achievable, but I do want to reach a higher version of self. And I feel like what I'm reading from the RZA and the Wu-Tang and what I'm learning about them, because I always knew them as a rap group, but I never really, like, looked else much into them. And this TV show has kind of sparked an interest in these beliefs that they had. And I feel like I can relate that more to religion that I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? I went to Catholic churches growing up. I did the whole sacraments and shit, but it's like... I didn't really find that relatable. I felt that the church was very too, like, or the God that they teach you is very, like, what do you call that? He's like a very punishing God, you know, like you have to be perfect or else you're getting this, that, and that happened to you, right? So you're, you're fearful of him when the 5% religion, at least what I'm learning from the RZA, God is within you. God makes humans in shape of, or in, in his envision, right? Like God is in us. We don't. We shouldn't be praying to a being that we think is outside of us. Like the God is within us. We have to touch that. We have to get that out. And so yeah, maybe that went on a little longer than I intended to. But the whole point of this is being is like you know I encourage you guys out there to take in from some form of spirituality. Some people Christianity works for them. Some people, whether they're Jewish, Jehovah Witness, the more common religions that we hear. That works out for you. That's why I don't shit on astrology or numerology or whatever, like, chicks are into. Because I feel like it's just an alternate form of a religion. Because it gives you some sort of beliefs, right? The horoscopes, whatever. Like, it's not my thing. It's not our thing. But it's somebody else's thing. And I feel like this 5% thing that I'm learning from the RZA, I want to look more into it. Because this might be my thing. I think. And That's I just... very cool. I encourage other people to find something that you connect with spirituality-wise. Um, because it's, I think it's not important, but it helps to have religion gives structure at the end of the day. And maybe it's not even, not even sometimes religion, like people who go to AA, that's not a really a religion, but like it's AA has his own structure towards form like a religion. And so like people can get out of whatever addiction they're in because it's like, yo, there's a structure and it puts their mind on something else. That makes sense. You know what I mean? gives them a goal to work towards and i think that's why those things are successful but yeah i encourage like i said everybody to kind of find their own little spiritual <clears throat> spirituality connection having read through the book blood brothers about muhammad ali and the relationship with malcolm <coughs> that got me thinking see when my grandpa had found out that i was reading that book yeah. he was kind of upset with me i know he thought i was going to become and why people are scared well, I could understand why. To be fair, Malcolm X and Malcolm X was saying some pretty intense shit. Like I can imagine. From you the know 60s, why, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, is it intense? I, I. It's intense because it's brutally honest. And like, imagine being a white person in the '60s. And that's you, what I'm saying. It's a, a white person, a, you know. A, an, they were fearful of him. Because he was we're, an intelligent black topic, man. You're right. Yes, yes. There are many, 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 many reasons why your conservative '60s average white American. In the 60s, not 60 years old now, but in the right. 60s, would be fearful of Malcolm X and the Nation of Islam and mm -hmm. what they were preaching. Mm -hmm. Or, well, how they perceived what they were preaching. Be more accurate. Right. I don't want to give misinformation. <clears throat> right. Having read that book, though, see, I am not a spiritual guy. <clears throat> right. I am unsure if I believe in God. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know where I am with spiritualism. I don't have any spiritualism, I suppose. And... 
having read that book, it got me thinking about the idea of experimenting yeah. with other types of spiritualism. But I think I'm a little too scared mm. to do that because I I don't know. And also, I think I lack the discipline to want to practice. Right. I just, I, I, I don't know. But then again, there's that old saying, there's no atheists in foxholes. So. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I You know, you know, <clears throat> I think. You don't have the discipline yet. And I think that was something that was holding against me. But I think it's because you're not really, you know, I don't know what you envision as far as religion. But like, like I said, it, it never was really into me after a certain age of like maybe 15, 16 to go. Like I knew Catholic Catholicism wasn't my thing. You know, I knew I was brought up Catholic and I still have like, I still do certain things that are of the Catholic faith. Right. I drive with a rosary around my rearview window. Marie Vermeer, I mean. So, you know, there's things I pull from all religions because I think there's something to learn from all religions. And I remember, you know, even something like yoga that I do try and practice regularly is a spin-off. I mean, the, the yoga that we know as of American is very, like, Western civilization. Or what do you call that? It's very whitewashed, I guess you could say. But even yoga originates from, like, practices of the Buddhist monks, and, and it goes way back in history, you know, there's the different poses, and they would meditate, and et cetera, et cetera, and strengthen the body, the core, the mind. Yoga is a form of, like, or not a form of religion, but it's a branch or a small, like, activity that a religion used to do. Does that make sense? Yes. So there's a lot to be learned from Buddhist, from, you know... Islam from Christianity. Can you just show up Judaism. to like your local mosque or synagogue and ask to, like, I, not not ask to join, but ask to be taught? That might be hard. I I I am sure they would. You know, if you were truly like an open person and had good intentions, I don't think they would turn you away because I think that's what most churches are meant for, right? Regardless <laughs> of how you look, but um, I, I definitely think it's easier if you had like a friend who is Muslim that like would help like you know man he can guide you through it or you you would go with him if that makes sense i think i mentioned to you and on the show that i have a friend from um high school his name is knife during the pandemic i remember uh he asked me to fast with him one day during ramadan and, and we had a zoom call about it afterwards and kind of talked about why they do it culturally and it was cool. Like, I just learned about a little bit of his culture. Very little. Obviously, it was one day that I did it. But something like that, I think it would help to have a friend to kind of get your foot in the wow. door. What was fasting like? Um, <clears throat> It was difficult. You know, I think it was a day where I didn't have anything to do. It was a Saturday that we did it. So I didn't have work. You know, I... I think it was the day we hung out and we played Frisbee. I remember that because I remember at, at the end of tossing the Frisbee, I felt really lightheaded because I hadn't drank in water eating all day, right? Can't drink water? Mm-mm. Oh, my god! You can't consume anything from sun up to sundown. And it was in, like, May or June this, this year, so it was a longer day, right? So I remember, you know, I waited till around, you know, I think 7, 5, I think after we tossed the Frisbee, I went home and napped because I was like, if I'm up right now, I'm going to just be hungry. Like, this shit's, you know. We, we It wasn't a lot of exercise, but we did enough exercise to where, like, my body's going to want something to eat. So I remember I napped for, like, the last two hours, and then it was, like, 7.30. We hopped on the Zoom call, and he talked about why they do Ramadan and some parts of their religion and what they would do if it wasn't COVID, right? Do you remember why they do Ramadan? This is kind of similarly to why... 
Catholics and Christians. Well, I think it's just Catholics that do Lent, right? Christians don't do Lent. I don't participate in Lent, but yeah. I'm just saying though, like, were you were you Christian or Catholic? Catholic. Well, yeah, Catholics Lent then. Um, yeah, I'm saying I don't participate. I'm just, but well, I'm just talking about the act of Lent. Ah, okay. It's a practice of Catholicism, right? And the reason for it is because in the history books or whatever they had. Oh, actually, I don't want to mess this up, but I believe Jesus. It's the Bible, right? Yeah, Bible. Forty days, forty nights in the desert. Right. He had to make a pilgrimage. Fuck. Right. And apparently, very similarly in Islam, which is why I feel like religions aren't that much different from each other. They They're really just, aren't. <laughs> but like the Prophet Muhammad, I believe he had to make a pilgrimage of, it wasn't 40 days, 40 nights. It was like 30, um, it was like 30 days. It was a, it was a whole lunar month. So they go off the lunar calendar, which is 13 months. Okay. In this lunar calendar. So a whole lunar month, they fast because Muhammad, the Prophet. They fast for a whole month? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, they don't. Well, they. You know what I mean? Like they don't eat from sun up to sundown. Every day. Yeah. It's a cal. It's not a our calendar month though. It's a lunar calendar month, so it's a little shorter. But still. Yeah. Dude, that's. I've never. I'm sorry for my astonishment. I've never heard. <clears throat> yeah, that's what Ramadans do, and you know the Lent version for at least Catholics how we practice. So there's some hardcore Catholics that do it the entire forty days. They don't eat meat, right? For us, I felt like here in the United States and maybe in Mexican culture, it was only Fridays. Fridays, you couldn't eat meat. Filet fishes are awesome. Yeah, and I, that's why they were so big, and they always bring them back around that time, because it's like, all right, yeah, Fridays, we know people are not going to eat meat. They want fish, so this is why Del Taco brings back those fish and shrimp tacos. They're actually pretty solid there. Everybody cashes in on it. Yeah, everybody cashes in Which on it. Which is wild. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's part of the religion, you know. The, the prophetization of yeah. Catholicism. So anyways... I forgot where we were going with this specifically. But I was asking you about you. You, I didn't know you oh, fasted yes. with your buddy. I, and I was yeah. asking you if you remembered what Ramadan was. Right. And like I said, it's very similar to so the... So it's a holy holiday event. Or a holy event. Or a holy know. event. Yeah, I wouldn't say a holiday, but it's an event that they practice every year. And because it's a 13-month calendar, it's always a different part of our calendar year. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. It, it changes. It should be like, you know, May one year, then it's June the next year, or... Maybe August, and you know, because it's on a calendar, a lunar calendar. Um, yeah, so there's stuff to be learned. More of the story, there's stuff to be learned from each religion. I don't want to ramble on too long on this. Well, I mean, I'm just but, curious. I no, I know. I, I don't I, have to. I just, I, I've thought about it. I've just thought about spiritualism. That's it. I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I want to be a part of a religion. I yeah. just. I think religion is very interesting. It's a blind faith. Yeah, it is. But I think maybe for some people, some people, I was going to say that helps people face the fact that we're in the abyss. I mean, not to end the show on like a downer turn. Just maybe that's it's how not people downer. It's just sometimes just cope with, I guess it's that, scary. I, I think it's realistic. I it's think I'm scary. Real. Yeah. So it's a little intimidating for the listeners at home that are religious. Why? If at all, and what forms or types of spiritualism do you guys perform? I would love to know. Yeah. I, because I, again, I'm not a spiritual person. <clears throat> I think a few things has happened to my family and in my life that has made me really question mm. whether or not there is a God. And if there was a God, why would he allow or why would they? Because it's a being. I have no idea if it's a man or a woman. So why would they allow such horrible or just really painful things to happen in life. And people always say, well, that was that was their plan. Well, it's like, well, what kind of plan is that that makes you endure such horrible loss and pain? Yeah. And, and I'll leave it at that. So I think, I think God. That, that's where I've come at odds with God 
and religion in general, or not not even a religion. That makes me sound like a freaking yeah, like I'm writing a manifesto. Like no, I just I, I don't know. I don't I don't like I said. I think I lack the discipline to want as a Catholic go to church on Sundays and listen to a priest right read the Bible. And, Me too. And, you I know, like I, I just I don't, I, I don't want to do that. I right. it doesn't it doesn't spark anything inside of me it doesn't but because spark. i don't learn that way either like i don't even hearing audio for learning it should be i mean you're learning about different tales i mean there should be I, I remember at least as part of the readings each day like the priest tries to draw from each reading right that's fair like yeah. so and so you know you're, true. Yeah. you're right at least in the catholic church that's how it would go about things and i'm sure they yeah, do they, in different they read the passage and then he like gives a sermon right yeah and it's like you know, he goes off for about 15 minutes about what he thinks the lesson in that story is. And it's like, I don't know, I just didn't find those stories interesting enough. And I didn't find the way it was presented interesting enough for me to have a good attention span in there. Yeah. And it, it's for an hour at a time, dude. I'd rather right. watch a YouTube video. I'd rather read something <laughs> at my own pace. Yeah. I'd rather do that than sit in an hour. On those hard pews? Jeez. Yeah. But why does... For Catholics, at least, why does the church have to hurt and suck? I like, the know. pews are always all wooden, and the remember when you had to kneel down? That was always, like, the least cushioned. They had, pat, they had padding on those yeah, wooden Barely. Things. Those padding was, like... The church I went to had nice padding. Uh, I don't know about the church you went well, to. Well, it's funny. I was just about to remark, how beautiful are Catholic churches? They're very beautiful. They're, they they're ornate. They're massive, and yeah. they're just... Churches in general are pretty, though. They are... It's a monolith to God. Yes. Because it's a, it's a temple. It's a holy place. And if you... That's why I think pyramids are very church-esque or temple-esque and whatever the religion that the Egyptians believed. You know, because who? Why would you build something that elaborate unless you knew it was? Well, you would make that something that elaborate because it's for like a higher power. It's for a higher being. Are we gonna get into aliens right now? Because they line <coughs> I up think with so. certain. We, they, I think so. The pyramids line up with certain constellations. Correct. And, and those people came from the stars. Oh, Egyptians I, were like, I hate that. And it's not even just Egyptians. There's pyramids in Mexico. There's pyramids in all parts of the world. I hate the History Channel show Ancient Aliens, but I simultaneously love it because mm. it was so corny, like done. But it did make you question a lot of things in history, or just right. you got to think about the why and the hows. And you ever sit back and think about how <clears throat> man in the span of like. Really, if you think about the world in general, man in the span of a blink of an eye has gone from caveman to traveling space. Like, that's a huge jump in any species evolution. Like, think yeah. of how quick we did that. Yeah, we had help. And how fat, absolutely. Uh, help. help in developing us into intelligent creatures? Yes. Th- there's. Yes. It's, I, it's I crazy to that. think because, you know, there's no proof that they had such advanced tools, but even us building a stone pyramid now would be extremely hard to do. And the fact that well, people potentially did it without cranes, potentially did it without these giant, large well, that's tools a, that we have now. I don't think they did it. That's the thing. That's why. That's why. Well, no, they did it. The <clears throat> Romans built their cities. Yeah, they did it. The Romans were architectural geniuses. Aqueducts and maybe, paved or cobbled maybe, roads. Maybe, but they probably had some help. No, I think the, the Romans... Cobble, the cobbled uh, roads... Okay, the aliens cobbled... didn't come down with the Romans because the Romans were too busy running the shit on Earth. <laughs> the aliens yeah, they didn't fuck with them. They would have been probably yeah. fearful of the Romans. Yeah, of course they were. The Romans would have slaughtered those hoes. Yeah. Like, it would have been a bad time for the UFO aliens. However, they decide to come in when, like, you know... there's It's not... It's not modern. It's civilized, but it's not modern. 
And I think they gave them these tools mm-hmm. and the specializations to freaking modernize and make this massive jump. And it's not even about making the massive jump. Just think about how fast we came along as a human society. It's fucking yeah, insane. It is. Aliens are out there, folks. <clears throat> X-Files, I want to believe, do it. It's, I... I I believe in aliens. I believe in aliens too. And I think they're out there. Maybe that's why I don't believe in God because I know aliens Ooh, are out there. But what if aliens are, are God, different versions? Then it's gonna of God. be Indiana Jones, and I hope I get melted away like that one Russian. But see, chick. I think you're still because maybe you don't believe aliens because or you don't believe in God because of aliens, right? I need to get into some like Zen I think, shit. I want to buy a bonsai tree. Oh, I like that. Dude, there's a guy that Do sells it. bonsai trees for like twenty bucks. <laughs> High five. Oh yeah. Proper. There you go. Um. I want to buy a bonsai tree and, like, just get really focused on it. You're still probably stuck on the concept, though, of God as, like, a man or one being, you know? And I feel like God is... The definition of God is an omnipotent being. He could be energy. Or not he. It could be energy. If something is a God, that means it's all Let's replace the word God and go with higher power instead. What do you think then? I think the same fucking thing. But no, Deity, see, but I feel like a higher, higher power, power, like it doesn't take the form of a human being now, or it doesn't take the per the, it doesn't take the form of like a being. It's just energy. Like if I, you you've seen that Futurama yeah. episode where they like interact with those brains that float, right? Yes. <clears throat> like what if that's what like higher powers are? You know, they're just we're not even brains, but it's just like a floating cloud of dust. Like that's just our God that we've been praying to. It's just a floating cloud of dust. It's not, you know, this white man in a beard. It's not a woman. It's not. Anything in particular? What if it's a tree? What if it's you know what I mean? What if it's these different Imagine things? Just being foolish. It's not being foolish. Why would you say, it be a tree? Or like it could be sorry, not a tree, but like it's in the form of a tree. Yeah, Our just... higher power in God could be why? Wouldn't, why wouldn't it be a tree? A tree is a root of life. You know what I'm saying? And oh. you're talking maybe like the you know the whatever higher power that has put us here and put the universe into place. It was you know takes the form of a tree because it represents life and it's putting its roots everywhere and. You gotta, be, you gotta have an open mind, bro. I, you know what? Maybe I, I think don't. that's what you need. You need to have an open mind first before you dabble into dude, any sort of religion. I need religion. to learn how to clean my fucking soul. Yes. Like do straight that. up, dude. I feel like I just have a lot of hate. <clears throat> Write it down. Anger. Write down your hate. Write down your anger. Write down what you're grateful for. So we kind of stopped ourselves from rambling. We were rambling on for a little bit. I mean, you listen to this podcast regularly. And, you know, we ramble sometimes. And I, we just, we had to cut it right there, folks. We hope, you know, you understand. We, I don't know. We blame old Jack Frost for this. <clears throat> yeah. A little chilly out it, here. Yeah, it is frosty out here. But we hope you enjoyed episode 40. Yes. Where we bounced around, but as always, I think that's kind of par for the course if you're mm-hmm. a daily listener. Sure. And if you're new, be sure to like, be sure to subscribe, be sure to follow the podcast. Uh, if you're new, tell a friend about the podcast. And if you're old, tell a friend. And not old, but like if you're, if you're uh, a salty continue vet. listener. A salt, what did you say, salty? Yeah, salty vet. You're a salty veteran. If you've been here from the beginning, our ground... Salty? Why are they salty, though? I don't know. It's just a figure of speech. You know how to say salty in sign language? Do I know how to say salty in sign language? I do. I'm saying I know how to... It's an audio podcast, so sorry for those. (laughs) I just did it, but like... You're stupid. I I was showing Jacob how to do it, and (laughs) maybe I'll put a video up. Yeah, it's like this. And then, so you do this, and then the... You can make your hand from the chin, salty bitch. Salty bitch. <laughs> oh, dude, that could be a cool, like, football sub, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, we're not doing that. That would be dope, that'd be dope, that'd be dope. Anyways. Anyways, anyways. yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're, we're rambling we're... <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do yeah, this. Yeah, we love you guys. We are professional ramblers. 
Follow us on our Twitter accounts at underscore Noah Alvarez. At Jacob Fanshaw. And follow the Front Row Seat Podcast on Twitter at Front Row Seat Pod. At Front Row Seat Pod. What are we on Spotify? Is it the or no the? By the time when this episode comes out, it'll be the. Yeah. The Front Row Seat Podcast. Like the Facebook. The Front Row Seat. No podcast at the end. Oh, the Front front row row Seat. Seat. Yeah, just the front row seat. What if we dropped the seat and it was just the front row? Listeners, let us know. We'll, we'll put a poll out. I just we'll, think that makes me remind me of like the front row of a theater or, said, eh. <laughs> or of a concert. Um, ooh, thank you. He gets a bigger half of the Madeline. Um, Jesus, we're again rambling. <laughs> uh-uh. Ep- episode 40. Let us know. Should we drop seat? And it'll just be the front row, like or the, do you no, guys I, like the front row? We're seat? not. We're not putting this up to the poll. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, this is executive decision. Executive decision. Then this is how things are done here. We're keeping the seat. Okay, I like it. We're I had no yeah. qualms against it. It was just a question, <laughs> really. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Episode forty-one. Well, it's yeah. That's next, next time episode. you catch us, it'd be episode forty-one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs>